Welcome to the Puncher's Chance MMA Podcast. This is Rafael Cervantes. Today we're going to be talking about the UFC 251 Fight Island Masvidal versus Usman. Okay, first uh, fight at Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi. Um, fight Island UFC 251 Usman versus Masvidal. Uh, that was a pretty good fight um, card. There was uh, some pretty good finishes, uh, although felt like the main main uh, main event was a little lackluster. But um, you know, Usman had to do what he had to do. But uh, place looked amazing. It's uh, incredible what the UFC was able to set up in Abu Dhabi and the whole Yaz Island. Uh, it was it looked like a pretty cool setup um uh the night started off with uh with a banger with with martin day versus davy grant um just barn burner of a fight really really both fighters came out very aggressive um uh i would say davy davy grant la- uh, landed the the better of the shots um Definitely would have won that first round if it wasn't for a huge right that day landed towards the end of the round. Um, that really hurt Davey. You could see him kind of adjusting his jaw, kind of like moving moving it around. Definitely had his jaw hurt and would later uh, reveal that he probably had a broken jaw. Um, it was that huge right that day landed as the round ended. Um and then round two again, both guys landing good combinations. Uh, uh, Grant seemed like he was trying to take it a little more to the floor, a little more to the ground, while Day wanted to keep it standing. Um, Grant was eventually able to get it to the floor, get a get a couple of takedowns, and um, and even got pretty deep on an armbar. And um, Dave was able to kind of roll out of it, escaped it. Um, uh, Dave was able, I remember Day landing a um, spinning back kick, dropped them with it. Um, but overall, second round, I would say um, Grant won it with the uh, submission attempts, landed the cleaner shots, was able to control Day on the floor for a while. Um, and then round three started off the same. Both starter, both fighters looking looking to exchange. Um, um, good exchanges between the two. And then um, at one point, both both fighters uh, shot a a left hook, and it was um, Davy Grant that was able to land on on Day and just knocked him out cold um so it was a very good fight um ended the end of the fight 238 of the third round huge knockout um and grant looks over to dana white who's standing cage side and letting him know that he broke his jaw in the first round uh but really fun fight um you know b plus 
A minus, I, I would grade it. Very, very good fight to start off the night. Um, that took us to our second fight. Uh, Carol Rosa, 12 and 3 versus Vanessa Mello, uh, 10 and 7 at Bantamweight. Um, yeah, Vanessa Mello missed weight. Apparently, it was her fourth time missing weight in the UFC. So, um, yeah, both girls very. Uh, thick in the thigh regions. <laughs> um, it was a pretty entertaining fight. Um, Carol Rosa was uh, definitely the longer fighter and was able to keep Vanessa Mello at bay, um, landing, landing the majority of the strikes. And um, it was really hard for, for Mello to, to get on the inside. And Rosa just pretty much pieced her up on the outside. Um, was able to get uh, takedowns or uh, late in the rounds, I should say. Um, but uh, yeah, round one, um, Rosa was landing a lot of inside leg kicks and controlling the distance. Um, she was landing at a set of pretty good pace on her. Um, took her down with about a minute left. Round one, clearly Rosa, um, or Rosa, if you're Brazilian. Um, round two, more of the same. She took, she actually took her down halfway, uh, during the round, uh, ground and pounded her for the rest of the round. Mello wasn't able to get up, uh, wasn't able to, um, offer any kind of, um, submission attempts off her back or anything. Um, and then round three, Rosa just kind of had her, uh, had her number really, really good jab, um, uh, moving well, um, out of the dis out of distance for, uh, for Melo to be able to land. Um, actually, I think towards the end of the round, um, Rosa shot in for a takedown and Mello was able to sprawl uh, to avoid the takedown and landed a lot of shots in success. Um, but unfortunately, it was too late. Rosa pretty much had the, the fight round uh, won by then. Um, uh, ended up winning a very uh, uh, unanimous decision. Uh, pretty entertaining fight. Graded a C. If I had to give it a grade. Um, but yeah, Carol, Carol Hosa looked like a pretty promising um, fighter in the Bantamweight division. And then uh, third round, or third fight of the night, I should say. Haulian um, Paiva versus Salgas Zuminaglov. Zumagulov, um, the flyweight division. Uh, Paiva is, you know, really tall fighter for for this weight class. I believe he missed weight as well. Um, landed uh, giant body kicks to 
to Zalgas in that first round. Um, just a very kick-heavy attack for Baiva. Um, Zalgas definitely looked a little hesitant out there. Um, but pretty promising record for, for both guys. Baiva came in at 19-3. and three. And Zalgas came in at uh, 13 and 3. Um, but yeah, it was uh, Zalgas' first uh, fight at, in the UFC. Um, I believe out of Dagestan, the Dagestani fighter. Um, um, yeah, it seemed like Zalgas was uh, looking for more of a takedown uh, approach, trying trying to take the fight to the ground, and Paiva was looking for more more strikes um, in the first round. Second round um, was a little more competitive. Uh, Zalgas um, ended up taking taking Paiva down. Um, but yeah, Zalgas wasn't very successful in his takedowns. He was two, two of 11 for the fight. So wasn't, wasn't very good in that aspect. And I mean, you got to give credit to Paiva for, for keeping the floor, keeping the fight on, on, on his feet. Um, uh, very well could be. Could have been one on one, uh, one round each guy uh, going into the third round. Uh, Baiva in round three again, very kick heavy attack. Um, Zalgas was more of a more boxing clinch work, um, and um, there was a brutal, brutal uh, kick to the groin. Um, right, right towards the end of the round, it was just brutal. One of the worst um, growing kicks I've ever seen, and um, took a while for for Zalgas to to recover. But um, yeah, unfortunate. And then I think he ended up kneeing him again to the groin right as the, the round ended so so it was unfortunate for Zalgas at the end of the round but um Baiva ended up winning a a unanimous decision um give the the fight maybe a a, a C D or C it wasn't very exciting um like I said Zalgas uh, maybe Maybe with UFC jitters, he, he was a little hesitant out there, kind of kind of wide-eyed. But um, Paiva with the twenty and three record, very young too. It seems like a pretty promising um, prospect in that division, especially if he's able to um, make weight and at that at that um, in that weight class, he's I think he's going to do very well. Um, and the next fight was Marcin Dibura versus Maxim Grishin. 
Uh, Marcin at 18 and 6, and Maxim at 37 and 2. Lots of fights under his belt. Normally a light heavyweight fighter. Uh, this fight was at heavyweight. Um, if I if I have to be honest, very boring fight. Like a D D for this fight. Very very boring fight. Most of the fight was Taibura, um, kind of just bull rushing Grishin to to the fence and just kind of holding him there. Um, not much action. Big size differential between the two. Um, first round, not much was just in. And uh, the commentators had mentioned that Taibora was kind of planning on doing that. That he was just going to tire out Maxim Grishin, which is kind of crazy because Taibora is a bigger guy. It was weird that he he thought that um, Maxim would would tire out, um, but he that was his goal. He was his goal was to tire him out and um, take him down and go for a submission. Um, you know, round two, more of the same, kind of just leaning up on Grisham. Another morning round, just landing little shots here and there, um, and then eventually. By round three, um, just like Tybora had predicted, he was able to take Grishin down, um, move to full guard, and um, just started smashing him. And, um, and yeah, just uh, started really pounding. Was able to do a lot of damage to him right as the, the fight ended. Um, so. Uh, definitely unanimous decision for Taibura. Uh, I think there's a couple of 10-8 rounds in that one as well. Um, and the fight after that was uh, Bakwan Amir Ghani versus Danny Henry. Amir Ghani 15-4, Danny Henry at 12-3. Um... I like this Amir Khani guy. Like he, uh, I remember seeing one of his previous fights where he came out and hit dude with the flying knee and got a re really really good stoppage early. But um, seems to kind of like try to calm himself down a little bit. I know he he had a he's had a couple of losses in the UFC, so he's. Um, I think, I think he lost Shane Burgos. Um, but this was a pretty quick fight. Um, you know I'm sorry, there was actually a fight before that. Leonardo Santos versus Roman Bogatov. Um, Santos at 17-4 and versus Bogatov at uh, undefeated fighter 10-0. Yeah, Santos uh, came out early looking looking to strike, and um, Bogatov was looking more for uh, for takedowns. He was uh, it was previous fights have shown that he goes for a takedown pretty aggressively. Um, 
round one was more of a feeling out process. Um, and, um, and round two, um, um, Leonardo, Leonardo Santos was able to land some really good combinations. I remember uh, three straight brutal rights that were just really put uh, Bogatov in a really bad situation. It seemed like he was out on his feet. Ref definitely could have stepped in and stopped the fight, but um, let it continue and... and um, uh, Bogotov was able to recover, but uh, yeah, after the, the combination, Santos, I think, landed a high kick as well. Um, and then uh, it seemed like Santos got a little tired, and Bogotov was able to to regain his, his consciousness and, and, and position and um, kind of end up on top, but yeah, big round for for Leonardo Santos. And then uh, round three, I mean, was pretty much just low kicks, brutal, brutal, brutal knees that, that went low. Um, just left Ma uh, Mark Goddard in disbelief. He was like, what are you doing to uh, Bogatov? He was just like... After the second illegal knee, it was just like, he was just crazy. And then after that, um, so Leonardo Santos pretty much kind of kind of got himself tired. He went for the takedown in that second round. He went for the, the finish in that second round and kind of tired himself out. Um, and... Um, so he kind of took those those low blows to kind of catch his breath, but I mean they're brutal low blows, brutal knees to to the groin, and then um, Bogatov uh, clearly Santos was down, just down the point. He had his knee down and hand down, and he just knees him in the head, brutal knee, like late in the fight, and I'm just like. And they're asking Santos, are you ready? Are you, are you okay to continue? He's like, yeah, I, I guess. But just brutal shots. It was just tough to watch. Um, you know, not, not, not much of an exciting fight, but uh, give it like maybe a C, D, C. But yeah, the low blows definitely stole the show. And then back to uh, Makwan uh, Amir Khani versus Davey Hen uh, Danny Henry, excuse me. Um, yeah, Amir Khani came in, kind of faked the flying knee, got into the clinch, body lock into a takedown, uh, threatened with the arm and guillotine, turned it into an uh, anaconda choke, and it looked like like Henry was okay, but just Amir Khani's got got a squeeze on him and um, was able to put him out and like immediately try to lift his legs up in the air and try to 
try to get Henry. A pretty classy move by Amir Khani. No, he's he's kind of looked a little um, too confident in there sometimes, but seems like he's he's trying to uh, trying to be classy out there and and um, you know really looked out for for Henry's uh, health. Uh, but yeah, early three minutes, fifteen seconds in the first round, um, anaconda choke, brutal choke. Um, fight after that, I really liked um, Alizio Zaleski dos Santos, twenty-two and six versus Muslim Safilov, sixteen and two. Um, spinning shit galore, I, I'd like to say. <laughs> Um, both guys were, uh, I think, Dos Santos, the Copa, Copa Ira guy, and Salikov throws a bunch of spinning heel kicks, spinning back kicks. Um, uh, first round, though, uh, Dos Santos landed landed a huge right hand, and, and Salikov went and started, started going for the takedown. And uh, Santos landed some good ground and pound. I think that that pretty much gave him the round. Um, round two, I gave to uh, to Salikov. Um, just beautiful spinning back kicks, super fast and precise. Um, I think at one point Dos Santos tries to do the same and Salikov catches and like power bombs him. Um, but Santos lands, lands some good shots, but Muslim um, shoots down for a take. That close, it was definitely a close round, but I would say Salikov um, ended ended it with uh, ended up with uh, the better of the exchanges in that round. Um, But it could have gone either way. Um, the third round, um, Salikov definitely won. You could see um, you could see him kind of pulling away. Um, very very exciting fight though. Um, like I said, spinning shit galore. Um, I mean, I'd like to see Salikov fight. Again, um, and Dos Santos as well. Both guys really talented. Um, but very, very exciting fight. I would say B plus, A minus for for fight. Both guys throw really, um, really powerful strikes. Um, and uh, Salikov ended up pulling pulling out a split decision on that one. The fight after that was the uh, Vulcan Ozdemir at 17 and 4 versus the UFC newcomer Jiri Rochaska at 26, 3 and 1 from the light heavyweight division. Um, this fight, I uh, was super pumped about I'd heard of uh, uh, 
Jiri a little bit. They had mentioned that he he had uh, been offered a UFC contract in the past, uh, and he turned it down because he he wanted to get better. He was like, I, I want to go for you know UFC championship by the time I come into the UFC, so I want to take some time and, and get better. Um, but I didn't didn't really see any of his fights. Um, and uh, comes out against Vulcan, who, you know, no time, and just comes out super aggressive all the time. Um, and uh, first round, Jerry comes out uber confident, hands down, clowning, clowning Vulcan. Uh, both fighters slugging away. Vulcan was landing some good shots. Um, he, was, he was, you know, rocking Jerry at times. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of theatrics by Jerry, a lot of, um, you know, hands down, uber confidence, kind of looking away at, at the fighter, um, but just uber confident. Um, round two, um, pretty early in the, in the, in the round, uh, Jerry lands a high kick that absolutely stuns Vulcan, makes him, you know, do the chicken dance. Uh, throws a couple of strikes and lands a, a one-two against the. It was like a jab, right hook, left jab, right hook against the fence, and Ozemir is out. Just knocks him out completely. Um, so really excited for. Prochaska to, to see what what he can add to the the UFC light heavyweight division. Just giant guy too, really long arms, uh, big tall guy, big muscular dude, uh, and extremely entertaining, <laughs> extremely an entertaining fighter, and uh, just put on a put on a show. She got outstruck by Ozemir, but that nasty head kick, man, just brutal. Um, and I think that was a, the main prelim. And we go to the uh, main card, pay-per-view. Uh, first fight of the night for the main card was Amanda Rebus at 9-1 versus Paige Van Zandt, 8-4 in the flyweight division. Um, yeah, just, I mean, total domination by Rebus came in, uh, um, just sinks in an arm bar, uh, super early, um, kind of just had an arm throw, took her down, had her in a like a scarf choke and um was able to i think i think page took her back at one point and rebus took her back um sunk in a, a high level arm bar and um kind of reminded me of uh, rousey's ronda rousey's arm bar on cat zingano that kind of angle but just uh Nasty armbar, Rebus's uh, 
I think going to be uh, or I mean, she's already an exciting addition to to the women's. She, I guess, she wants to be a two two weight champ, one fifteen, one twenty five. But she, she wants to go back to one back down to one fifteen. Um, but just high high level jujitsu been doing it since she's a little kid, so you could definitely see um, the the level that she's at. And a lot of girls are gonna have a hard time with that. Um, the next fight was uh, Jessica Andrade versus uh, Rose Namajunas. Um, another great fight between the two. The second fight um, between the two. First first fight, of course, ended in Jessica Andrade picking up Rose and slamming her down on her head, knocking her unconscious. Um, uh, but this fight started off much like the first, um, the first fight between the two. Um, Rose looked sharp, a lot faster than Jessica. Um, just keeping her at bay, cutting angles, landing really, really good shots, good knees. Clearly, first round went to Rose. Um, round two, pretty much. Um, the same for Rose, really, really sharp. She's just piecing Jessica up. But it seems like Jessica's really not... I, I know Jessica mentioned that um, in the first first fight that when Rose was hitting her, she wasn't really feeling the shots, she said. She was like, I, she was hitting me, but I wasn't really feeling them. Um, and it seemed more... Like she more of the same, like it wasn't really doing damage. She was kind of walking through the punches, but Rose is is um, just beautiful working off the jab, beautiful jab, putting in really good work in that first and that second round, and then um, third round got interesting because Andrade was able to land just as brutal right hand that destroyed I, I don't know if I don't know if the eye swelled up so much because of the broken nose but de uh, Rose definitely had a broken nose she had a giant cut over it um, and then her I believe it was her left eye swole up so bad and um Andrade was able to land these brutal shots. So it was like uh, Rose was landing these these tiny, or not not tiny, but these really sharp attacks, and Andrade wasn't feeling them. But when Andrade was landing these brutal shots, you could tell Rose was was you know getting stunned. And, and at one point, she's not seeing these punches come you know from the left side. Because um, that eye was so swollen, um, but it ended up going the dis the, the distance and um, yeah, and even towards the end of the round, Rose is still like trying to trying to fight. Like I don't know if they told her she was down or whatnot, but she, it seemed like she was trying to get a finish and not let it go to the hands of the judges. But just you know 
hats off to Rose, really putting it out there. And she could have coasted, but she just maybe should have coasted because she got. I'm telling you that eye and nose was brutal, but you can't be mad at her for that. Um, just A plus fight, really, really good fight. Um, I believe it was one fight of the night as well. Um, and then the next fight was uh, Petr, Petr Jan, or Pietr, Pietr Jan versus Jose Aldo. Pietr Jan at 14 and 1, and Jose Aldo at 28 and 6 for the, for the vacant Bantamweight title. Um, yeah, what can I say about this fight? Uh, Jan is, he's, he's a monster, man. For this, for this weight class, he's, he's going to be tough to beat. Um, first round, um, Aldo was able to, to keep up with him. He was... It seems like Aldo, is, uh, Aldo comes out, um, and he's been gassing later in his fights, but he comes out really fast and really strong and looked like like he really put in work this guy because he came out shredded. Um, and, and he came out um, with low kicks too, which we haven't seen a lot from, from Jose Aldo probably one of the best low kicker in the game um, um, and kind of made all uh, kind of made Jan you know switch position uh, change stances at one point he was landing so many so many low kicks uh, to the lead leg um, but definitely the highlight of the first round was Brutal body shot that Jan was able to land on Aldo. Almost, almost had the fight stop. Definitely um, had the referee step in there and take a take a look at Aldo because he was really, really hurt. Um, and then while he was down, Jan kind of landed a couple of body shots as well and made Aldo wince in pain. Kind of turtled up. Um, and that's how the first round ended. Um, second round, um, more leg kicks by Aldo, um, really good body kicks. Um, seemed like Jan was, um, throwing more punches, more of a, uh, punching, punching attack. Um, had the second round going to Aldo, I believe he landed more of the cleaner exchanges, a lot of light kicks. It was really nice to see Aldo go back to that. Um, in the third round, Aldo started going to the body a lot. It was it was really really digging to the body, um, and he looked good. He was looked a lot looked a lot faster than Jan, but it seemed like when when Jan was landing the, the uh, his strikes, it was having more of an effect on on Aldo. But um, 
all the look really good out there. It's, it's, Looked like he he was um, taking that round. Looked like he was looked like Jan was slowing down in that third round, like he was trying to catch his his win. Um, yeah, definitely gave the round to Aldo. Um, and then round four, uh, Jan starts going to the body and starts and looks looks to sh uh, seems to. To, to kind of slow Aldo down, and um, and then Jan starts gaining momentum. Um, but yeah, you can see the body shots were really having an effect on, on Aldo in that fourth round. And I gave that round to Jan. Um, but just uh, amazing fight to that point. Just both fighters, I, th I think at one point they broke broke the record for amount of strikes landed in the Bantamweight fight. Uh, both fighters just going for it. Um, in the fifth round, uh, Jan uh, lands a huge left hand early in the fight, or early in the round, excuse me, and, and Aldo falls back. And then um, Jan just proceeds to kind of just pound on him for for a while and then just it's not even defending himself it was it was kind of a bad stoppage for the referee I mean in the sense that he didn't stop it early enough uh, tough loss for all though he, he looked he looked really good out there but it just seemed like he kind of ran out of out of gas and it could have been those those body shots that that Jan was going to because it seemed like like um, Aldo had had all the momentum going from the, uh, at the end of that round three and then round four, Jan kind of went to the body after finding success in that first round and, and then yeah I think it was ended up at the end of the fight just Aldo just turtled up and Jan just pounded on him left and right, left right and just it was brutal. It's kind of tough to watch all this blood on the mat after and um, yeah and then Jan stands up does a backflip after the fight just complete monsters he's gonna be a tough guy to beat um, in that in that weight class I think the fight was stopped three minutes 24 seconds of the fifth round so Jan was very very impressive what's uh, withstood some some big shots from from Aldo but I mean you look at the, the total strikes Jan outlanded him and most of it was those the, the ground and pound at the end but that total strikes 258 to 83 so Jan and he's Jan He's young too. It's gonna be, it's gonna be tough to beat. And so yeah, Jan becomes the um, bantamweight champion of the world. Uh, fight after that was uh, Alexander Volkanovski, 21 and one versus Max Holloway, 21 and five for the featherweight title. Um, second second fight between the two. 
uh, Volkanowski started off with with uh, good leg kicks again, just like the first fight. Um, and um, and Holloway was able to to stun Volk that first round uh, was able to stun Volkanovski with the right hand, um, kind of clowned him to like ah oh, made you stumble, um, and then towards the end of the round Holloway lands a, a right high kick and drops Volkanovski so definitely have Holloway winning that first round. Um, Round two, Holloway's landing good shots again, just landing really, really good combination. Um, lands a good, uh, good uppercut. Um, very methodical approach for Max. Wasn't too aggressive, um, but just uh, wasn't wasn't getting caught with the leg kicks as much um but Holloway I believe dropped Wolkanovski again with that that uppercut in that second round so first two rounds um Holloway you know put in work um and then the third round was was a close round between the two. Both guys landed good shots. Um, Wolkanowski was started landing his jab. Has a good left lead. Um, started getting takedowns as well. Um, I think takedowns came came more in the fourth round, fourth and fifth round. But yeah, that this is where the controversy starts. So that that third round, whether you gave it to Holloway, well, if I'm not mistaken, even stunned Volkanovski in that third round. Um, but uh, I believe the numbers had it that Volkanovski landed more shots in that third round, but very close, very hard to to judge. Um, uh, fourth round, I, I did think was was more of a convincing, um, was the most convincing round for Volkanovski. Was able to get the jab established, was able to get a takedown. Not much control on the floor, but was able to get the takedown. Um, and then round five, uh, land, he, uh, Volkanovski landed a couple of takedowns, um, but. Uh, more of, more of, uh, I think I, I, I gave that round to Volkanovski. So like I said, depending on how you, you graded that third round uh, or how you judge that third round, it was kind of like a toss up, uh, another very, very competitive decision. I, I, I had Max Holloway just because of the, of the early rounds, I thought he win he won those rounds more convincingly than Volkanovski won his rounds, but judges don't always see it that way. Um, and then at the end, uh, you know, Volkanovski ended up winning a split decision, and the whole 
world. <laughs> Pissed. I think it's just because uh, Holloway is more more popular fighter, but um, yeah, that was a tough one. I uh, I can see why people would be upset, but I can also see why uh, Volkanovski would be, would win as well. And uh, yeah, Volkanovski retains his his uh, featherweight title. But yeah, it was a good fight. Very exciting fight. Um, much like the first. And then our our main event was uh, Kamaru Usman at 16 and one versus Jorge Gamebred Masvidal, uh, 35 and 13 for the welterweight title. Uh, first round. Um, Osvaldo comes out extremely aggressive, throwing inside left left kicks, um, kicks to the body. Uh, Usman was able to take him down early. Masvidal um, was eventually able to get back up, um, but you could tell he he was like, "I'm gonna go for it this first round, and see what what I can land on this guy because uh, long." long fight against Usman is probably not going to go his way. Um, so it seemed like he kind of kind of blew his wad in that in that sense. Um, um, but yeah, it seemed like Usman um, really wanted to kind of tire out Masvidal. Uh, him up against the fence and and was really grinding his head into him actually cut Masvidal in that first round uh, over his left eye uh, foot stomps shoulder strikes uh, knees to the thighs just kind of putting his weight and using his strength against Masvidal to tire him out um, was really able to accomplish that but Masvidal, Masvidal definitely won that first round, um, landing the, the bigger of the shots. I think kind of stumbled Usman at one point too, landed a really good right hand. Um, and yeah, it seemed like Masvidal was already slowing down at the end of the round. Uh, second round, Usman did a better job of controlling the clinch um, earlier. Uh, Masvidal was... Um, still going for for inside inside leg kicks, um, kicks to the body, landing some good kicks to the body. But as soon as Usman got his hands on him, he would just push him up against the cage. Shoulder strikes, foot stomps, uh, knees to the thighs, and uh, the second round landed another head. But again, to cut him over his cut him in his forehead. Um, was landing big body shots, big right hand to the body, just zapping Masvidal with his stamina. Uh, but Masvidal did a really good job. I was very impressed by Masvidal's um, stuffing of, of the takedowns early on. He was able to take down a lot. He was able to stuff a lot of the takedowns. Um, and third, fourth, and fifth was was pretty much the same. Uh, Jorge Masvidal was just tired and Usman was just putting him up against the cage, landing some good elbows every now and then, but it was mainly foot stomps, 
shoulder strikes and uh, Masvidal wasn't able to to get much much situated he would separate every now and then throw some some body kicks some landed some good right hands but you know Usman's a beast six days to prepare for this guy I don't think that's it's gonna do it but um the good thing is that you were able to to see the two kind of come together and kind of squash the beef and heard Masvidal say you know, we don't have to talk we don't have to talk shit to to build up the fight, and I think that what he I think he was just upset that Usman kind of talked shit about him. Uh, so it was good to see them kind of squashing the beef, but I'd like to see Masvidal um, get out get out there and win a couple more fights and have a good training camp and maybe run it back, but. It seemed like like it was like this would happen <laughs> again. So it's tough to kind of sell this fight again. Uh, but overall, you know, pretty good, pretty good um, pay-per-view. I think they said they had a 1.3 million pay-per-view buys, which I'm happy. Happy for the fighters. I'm happy for Masvidal Usman. They got they definitely got paid. But overall, for our first uh, first fight at Fight Island, um, it's pretty entertaining fights. I think uh, Davy Grant won uh, for his knockout of Martin Day. I'm trying to think who else won. But, uh, yeah, uh, Jiri Prochaska, I think he won for his knockout. Yeah, um, that was UFC 251. And thank you for listening to the Puncher's Chance MMA podcast, where we go over previous MMA fights and upcoming MMA fights. My name is Rafael Cervantes, and we'll see you again next time. Peace.